What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, y'all? Football season is back, and the Cowboys look dominant, and there are many ways to watch our beloved Dallas Cowboys, but the best way to watch our Cowboys is live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to those games is on Game Time, the fastest-growing ticket app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets, see your favorite football team this September. Download Game Time. And it's not just football. Game Time has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows all around the country. Download the Game Time app and redeem code VOTCH for $20 off your first purchase apply again download game time app and enter the code vach that's v-o-c-h vach for twenty dollars off no matter where you live get out and have some fun this week download the game time app today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed war calling we made it through we made it through Hey, we're still, man. We was in the Patreon, man. You know, Patreon, we got two film sessions, offense, defense, Monday and Tuesday, boy. And I, and I, and I just tried to get through the defense, boy. And I was like, all right, this is a wrap. I'm deleting the file now. But we had to do the shit on volume. God damn, boy. But, hey, after we do the film today, after we breaking it down for the broken it, breaking it, broke it, after we break down the film for the masses, <laughs> Because sometimes my subjects, my subjects and my verbs don't agree on the fly. Once we break down, you know, break down the film today, it is done. We're moving on from Arizona Cardinals. Got a chance to listen to the coaches, Will, still. I feel a little better. I feel a little better listening to the coaches. I ain't get a chance to listen to what everybody said. I just wanted to pull some clips. But before you know it, it was 3 o'clock. And the show's supposed to start at 3 o'clock. But I was listening to sound clips at 3 o'clock. So you see the problem that we ran into. Uh but, you know, we uh, got some clips from Mike McCarthy, and uh, we got a handful of things from uh, Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer's becoming one of my favorite listeners, Will, still. We'll tap in with him, see what he talking about. Um, something that I thought was, uh, or some, you know, something I thought would be fun, going into this film day-to-day, Will, um, I was going to do, like, Dallas Cowboys red zone woes. Will still went live this morning, boy. <laughs> you said, never mind. 
No, we not. No, <laughs> not no more. Not no I, I couldn't do this back to back shows, bro. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm glad you're doing defense today. Even I though do, I'm gonna get sick of that too. I do think we should kind of coordinate that on purpose because we coordinate the other two days, right? Like the you know offense preview, defense preview. I think if you're gonna break down red zone stuff for the offense in the morning. The shows should bounce off each other. We ain't got to do a whole bunch of extra work. But I think breaking down film differently would give the people something extra to look at. Hey, we're going to watch Red Zone Problems, Um, you in know. In the morning, yeah. In the morning, A to Z Dallas with, with uh, Will Steele. And when we get to the volume, we're going to break down the big plays that our defense gave up and why the hell it happened. And we're going to talk about some things that they run fits and miscommunications and things of that nature and what happens if you have a Liz Frank injury and you ain't been around in a while. But right now, my name is Lombardi. Hey, Bucky. And this is just a mixtape. B-O-C-H-L-O-N-B-A-R-D-I. I'm being a point guard about the best in the business. Master William Skywalker Steele. That's enough damn salt there, Willie. No more. See, I'm being better about this, right? Because normally I just, uh, I mean, what a will, will still, you, you got to find you, your you me looking. You was like, I was like, William Sky walks still. Yeah, yeah, you go. All right, All right, man, we right here, man. We out of preseason mode. We, we straight now. I don't even promise that, dog. We'll walk in on a bad day and be like, hey, man, it's it's only November. You know what I mean? Give us a little time. Give us <laughs> <laughs> a little time. Uh, but I do have film for y'all today, man. Uh, I got about five plays I wanted to share with y'all. Just some of the big plays that we gave up and some of the reasons why I think those big plays happened to us. Right? Um, and we're still on the ones and twos, of course. Appreciate you, sir. All right, let's get into some of this. Man. We ain't got to hold. We ain't got to hold y'all too, too long. Um, oh, and I finally got the phones to work. And I, hey, you know what I'm saying? So if y'all want to call into the show, the number is 202 <laughs> Hey, Will, I'm, I'm telling you, man, free conference call, we're having problems, dog. It's crazy. We're running out of time. We've run out of uh, space and things like yeah, that. Yeah, all kind of, but we got the phones. I, I thought something was funny. Will. When, when we have some of the best shows we've ever had in our life, Restream Crashes. But, boy, we got to talk about the Cardinals. That shit looked perfect yesterday, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> that shit looked spiffy oh, yesterday. Oh, they lost? Keep them straight. Keep them on there. <laughs> Ain't nobody watching. No way. Oh, my word, my word. Let's get into some work, y'all. We ain't doing nothing else. I, Appreciate y'all for being here. Let's uh let's get started here. Mike McCarthy now. Like I said, we got clips from Mike McCarthy and a handful of clips from uh Brian Schottenheimer here. Mike, <clears throat> what was going on with the with the run defense and gap fits and all that kind of stuff going on? Which is a, a big reason why James Conner did anything on us, James Conner and Rondell Moore in particular. Uh, the only reason why they did anything on us was because of gap fits, you know, and some other things happened later that we'll just talk about, but talk to us right now, coach, about the gap fits and the run defense. You had the big play there early, you know, and I, I think just like anything, um, you know, they, they went with, a, and, uh, you know, you can let Dan talk in a specific, more of a, yeah, that's you what know, I thought you'd say. Type, you know, game plan and, and they hit us on a couple of things. So, uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it just comes down to, you know, the gap integrity and, and we, we just need to be better. I tell you what, Will still and going. And, you know, it's crazy. The more days go, the, the more days go by. Our analysis was right. Right. We may have gotten the prediction wrong because we all thought the Cowboys were going to beat the shot at the cars, whatever. But the, the, you know, like what we were saying about the game was absolutely right. Like one of the first things I said is like this kind of like a baby Philly. You know what I mean? How they do the reads, how they work run game stuff, how to use their wide receiver. That's what we said when I was uh, kind of talking about the uh, Cardinals offense that day. We broke down both of them because we didn't have a whole bunch to say, but Mike McCarthy just uh, doubled down on that. And they did kind of scheme things up 
But one of the biggest conclusions that I walked away from this, Will Steele, we're going to talk about this when the uh, film comes on, is the best way to beat scheme is better dudes. And we always come on here and talk about better dudes. You know what I mean? And y'all can scheme stuff all you want, pin and pull stuff, Will Steele. You uh, did a fantastic job talking about that on your show earlier, earlier this week. But there was sometimes, Will, I don't care what your scheme is. Jonathan Hankins got a whoop fraud hold every time. My it just is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It just it just is what it is, bro. Um also Diggy Zuai is one of our guys. We love him to pieces. There should never be a time where Will Hernandez gets to hold you up for a little bit. It's not a thing. It should never happen, right? No, I th- well, I, I ain't I ain't had a shit load up, my bad. Uh, <laughs> I was ready to hit the button. Didn't happen. No way. No. It should never happen, right? There were actually a handful of times we just talking about run fit here where somebody blow up the puller, block, block, block happens, and the guy that's supposed to make the play is like a Donovan Wilson guy. Donovan was supposed to make some plays. I think he found himself out of position trying to play hero ball a little bit. A lot of crazy little things happen just by if we just do, if we just do us, and if we just take care of our responsibility and we beat the dudes we supposed to beat, a lot of this don't even happen. I got confidence that for the rest of the season, we could just Go back to being who we are. Dan, Dan, uh, Dan Quinn kind of blamed it on juice. We just ain't had the juice. We didn't fly around like we normally do. We just didn't play to the energy that we normally standardize. You know what I'm saying? They let us say standard. We didn't keep that standard. I ain't got Dan Quinn today because I ran out of time. But moving forward, I feel better about defense and his run fits. Will still. It's just that you got to beat your dudes and you got to be in the right spot. You can't play hero ball. But all that can be fixed. You know what I'm saying? I think all those things can be uh can be fixed moving forward. You had some before I move on, Will Still. Uh I mean, I think it's I think it's fair to 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 question just how prepared we can be to deal with this type of offense next time we see it, because this is the type of offense that has always given us trouble. Yeah. Right? Even even with this type of defense in the sense of the top players you got. You know, sure. D Law was there last year during this sometimes, Micah, those guys. So, you know, we I would love to go dominate a game against this type of off so we know it can be done for four quarters right not yeah. a you played pretty solid but then when they needed to do xyz they did it yeah. so um yeah it, this this should piss them off this this should uh be something that they they go back and look at, and they need to watch the film because like you said a lot of it was gap fits and i saw hank is a lot of times just kind of giving them that gap because of the of a late shift or something like that moving over moving yeah, yeah over just, yeah, yeah. and i know he's making fun of of Marv uh, yesterday because he basically was like Dan Quinn, but one of the things he did say that is oh you should have heard him this morning anyway. No, I, uh, no, I, no, I should not have. No, I should. Bro, not. he went crazy. But mm-hmm. one thing he did say that's true, and we've we've talked about this for two years now, is that Dan can get cute, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll have Michael Parsons at, at nose tackle. <laughs> then he'll put LVE at defense. It's like hey, when you played straight up, when you had Mozzie and Hankins, or you had Hankins and Osa or, or Mozzie and Osa and you had your traditional ends and you, and you played straight up ball. Yeah. You had some success at that because your better dudes whooped their dudes. So I would like to see them not get cute against this type of team and just allow your guys, they got to say discipline to sure. use their natural abilities. Coach Mike McCarthy, shots out of two Aisha too. She's uh, doing fantastic work over in the media sector. Um, she asked, uh, she asked coach about the deep ball. You know, we run the, the whole West Coast situation, you know, we we don't have a whole bunch of you know downfield players. We'll say, you know, what I'm saying when we when we throwing, we get rid of the ball quick, but it ain't that far downfield. I would love for them to uh you know work on that and address that 
at some point. But she was asking your coach what is happening with the deep ball. She ain't said like that. If I said like that, what's up with the deep ball, coach? And uh, Mike McCart said like this: vertical game. You know, frankly, you gotta look at how they played too. You know, so that when they they had a cap on it, they're early. You know, uh, there wasn't a lot of seven steps. I think we took one seven step drop, and that that was by design. And you know, that might have been maybe a slight overreaction for me. You know, based off of having the three you know new starters up front. So they had a cap on it early. They wasn't giving it to you. At some point, they'll give it to you. But if you if you playing against any team, they're going to start off not uh, letting you beat them deep. But you got to earn beating somebody deep, right? Whether you beat them upside the head with the run game or short pass or whatever. Especially um, that type of defense, vision especially, defense. Especially that defense. But, um, but when you earn deep ball, then you got to take it. Now, when the opportunity was there to go deep ball, Mike McCarthy was uh, basically talking about the change in his lineup. 60 percent of his offensive line had to get uh had to get changed out last minute. And that's massive. That's huge. Uh like Tyron Smith got hurt like what Saturday night or something? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like damn. The All the rest played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you just had game, you had game day decisions for two of these guys, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 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 that can kind of mess with your plan a little bit. So when you go, all right, I got one and two possibles, and now you all right, game time, ready to start. You, none. You down 60% <laughs> on your offensive line. Yeah. Mike McCarthy admitted, man, I, I kind of got a little timid with my, you know what I'm saying, with the idea of what we're going to do vertically here. And Mike, you know, dropped a bunch of jewels here. We're going to go into it. But, you know, uh, maybe the idea of we can't run seven-step drops because Brock Hoffman at center. And 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 they play somebody. They play uh, Lakey, Foto, and the boys in a zero tick. Head up over the center. So, Mike may feel a little better about Tyler Bigadish blocking somebody head up 100% than Brock Hoffman would, you know? I'm sure that Mike McCarthy didn't have a problem with Tyler Smith playing. Look, Tyler Smith was damn near undefeated besides falling down once in, like, his very first play or something like that. Besides that, Tyler, Tyler Smith with everybody else. Um, but then there's the idea that, hey, man, if it's Tyron Smith versus Zayvon Collins, boy, do I feel good. Yeah. But damn, Chuma Doga. Tyron got hurt Saturday, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and he's working out with us now. So Chuma Doga, like, I don't know if I got as much faith here, you know. And the um the Cardinals, they like what third and sacks or something like that coming into the season, just uh, week three or whatever. They were second, but I thought that was a facade. They were seventeenth in pressure, but anyway. Well, I get it, but that is Chuma Doga tackling boy. We oh yeah yeah Chuma yeah we have seen different, yeah. yeah. Oh, look, Will, still trust me. If if this is Tyron, Tyler, Tyler, Zach, and Terrence, I ain't got no problem with this. I ain't got no problem at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jonathan Ledbetter don't scare me when Zach over there, but hey, that's... All right, TJ Bass, another test for you. There's no test when Tyron and Zach are on the field. You know what I'm saying? So maybe uh, Mike McCarthy saying, hey, we can't call seven... Well, he chose not to call seven-step drops because and that's Hoffman and TJ right there. I actually made a joke when we was watching Patreon. We'll still patreon.com slash Vice Lombardi. We watched D-line today, O-line yesterday. I actually made a joke that Tyron, I mean, pardon me, Tyler Smith and Terrence Steele, like they can't even count on somebody like solid being next to him. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't like, okay, the line's bad, but at least Tyler is next to Tyron. It's like Choma, Tyler, and then all the way over here is Terrence. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like there was no goods next to each other. We was down so many guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, let's spooked. Continue. He got spooked a little bit, and I, I get it. But let's uh, let's uh, keep listening. So yeah, and that's you know that's part of the it's part of the game. 
Oh, that's all he had to say. I probably should let him. I probably should. You probably should just let him finish that one. I should have quit talking so goddamn much. Let him finish, huh, Vox? Let him finish, Vox. I actually don't mind this, Vox. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sure. Uh, him, him admitting this? Yeah. And not just him admitting it, but... I think it's something that I'm going to say probably is going to sound bad to y'all, but it, his overreaction actually worked. Mm. It, it just it just didn't work in red zone. Sure. But his mm. overreact, you, you got 400 total yards. You got in scoring position six out of seven possessions after the first possession. Like, it worked. But here's what I love. He said, you know what? I probably overreacted. I probably could have did a few more seven-step drops. Sure. So imagine in an overreaction, the shit worked, but it can be better, right? And he's not too prideful to say, hey, if I got to adapt, which he talked about doing, I'll go back to the drawing board and adapt. And and and, and that will happen, right? We've, we have the physical evidence of him getting fire thrown at him the day of the game, and he adapted. And it worked enough to the point where you should have been converting down in the rhythm. Yeah. So between the 20s, his overreaction had some, some good things happen with it. Mm-hmm. However, you can always look at whether you do good or bad. You take something out of that to get better at. So... 
I'm not I'm not I'm not that upset that that he overreacted. I'm glad he admitted it. Now let's figure out, okay. Now I know I can drop back a little bit against that type of defense cuz you ain't dealing with no you know Fletcher Cox or anybody like that on the interior. Um if that if I run into that situation again, I know we can handle it. So yeah. I ain't mad at the overreaction. Fantastic analysis there, Will Still. I got some some uh, clips about Coach talking about the red zone. That, that'll be Schottenheimer talking about the red zone. But I wanted to pair this last clip with another clip that uh, Mike McCarthy talked about later on. You know, I love to pair my little clips together, Will Still. He was talking about the deep ball. Later on, somebody asked him, hey, Coach, you said you wanted to get Michael Gallup involved. He got involved. Uh, this week, Brandon Cooks, you want to get Brandon Cooks involved next week or whatever? And Mike McCarthy said a little bit something interesting when he was talking about Brandon Cooks. This is what he said. Brandon, you know, you know some of the things um, that, that you look to do, um, you know, the week's prep, you know, in, in, in the way the final lineup uh, ended up, you know, those things factor too. Translation, I fully intended – to go crazy with Brandon <laughs> Cooks and these seven-step drops that we thought about going with. Boy, this would have been a great week to go deep ball. Will still, me and you talked about it. Brian Broaddus and Bobby Bell, who are friends of ours. <sighs> we all talked about it, right? These young corners, they like to take some chances. We just going to beat the shit out of them on the outside. This would be a fantastic time to use deep ball versus Brandon Cooks. That requires a seven-step drop. But boy, when you wake up in the morning, like, uh, Coach, it's uh, it's going to be Hoff and TJ and Chuma. Okay, well, I like Chuma. That's cool. Nah, nah, nah. Coach, it's going to be Chuma and left tackle. All right, cut all that shit out. <laughs> cut all that shit out. But, Scott, that's not the first time we've heard about Mike McCarthy cutting shit out on the fly. Like, when we, when we went to the Giants game, it was a little different because the defense played a little different. But, but in the Giants game, you know, when the when the weather came, Mike McCarthy said, all right, we got this weather thing we about to do. We about to change the but plan. that was a plan. That, that was planned through the week, though. That's different. So they had weather plan. They had, the yeah, they are. They they practiced that. They were practicing with a wet ball. They 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 had a whole plan. There wasn't no plan. There okay. was no practice for Chuma TJ. Maddox. I tell you, I about to say you don't practice. <laughs> you don't practice Brock Hoffman that stuff. <laughs> Not with two days' notice. No, you don't do that. Tyler Beatis was probably like the one dude on the roster, right? That they knew, but they knew that Friday though. Will still, still if late. you if, if you looked at how this roster was built, everywhere is depthful. I I, I know I made that one up. Is I could have just said deep. Every other position was crazy. I'm gonna say depthful. Every other position was depthful except for center, right? It was just Biotish and practice squad characters. Uh Jack Harlow, little brother, and Brock Hoffman was just practice squad guys. We're just gonna bring them up every now and then. And I, I bet they was going, hey man, we just I hope Tyler don't get hurt, and then Tyler gets hurt. And it's just ah, this is nonsense, bro. But yeah, I just I just paired both both of those things together. I imagine that the plan was uh to get Brandon Cooks going vertically, but Brock Hoffman's playing center for you and a couple other things. Let's uh, finish what Mike McCarthy had to say. So, but yeah, I mean, um, you know, it, no, I, I mean, I, I think Brandon does a tremendous job and, um, you know, we're playing him in some spots and doing some things um, that, you know, I think we can build off of moving forward. Some of the routes we've run with him. Moving around, you got some routes that you can build off of moving forward. Sounds good, coach. Sounds good. Hopefully, when we go and play Belichick and them, we don't know what to expect with Belichick and them. Oh, I got a, I got a uh, head start on them. Okay, I can't wait. We can't wait to talk about them tomorrow. Okay, okay. I haven't, I haven't gotten into that because uh, Mondays and Tuesdays are long days. But Wednesday morning, we definitely gonna get into it, Master William. Um, but sure, 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 sure. That's uh, that just led me to believe that Brandon Cooks was uh, was uh, gonna be a part. Of, Brandon Cooks vertically was gonna be a part of this uh, plan here. Uh. Somebody asked, 
I wish I know who asked. And, and you know, we just biased. Oh, Aisha Morrison said, you know, we call her out, but everybody else, some one of them cats was like Mike McCarthy. Tony Pollard got the ball a whole bunch, coach. What's the balance you gonna do moving forward with like Tony getting his rest and running back usage? You know, you got doubt on a couple other characters you can give carries to. Do you kind of slow down on Tony? Do you keep Tony on that pace? What's the what's the vibes gonna be like? They ain't said like that, but that's how Vice said it. But uh, Coach responded with this. Definitely, I mean, it just we're very conscious of it. You know, especially the last two weeks. I mean, really, frankly, uh, it'll it'll affect Wednesday's practice for you know, for for a number of guys. But I think also, you know, it's part of the ebb and flow of the game. You know, you get you get get behind, um, and you start pushing a little bit, and then and you know, I think it's human nature. But yeah, very conscious of it. I mean, Deuce didn't get the work that I that I anticipated. Uh, so as far as the the package that we had for him, so and, and part of that was you know, just the way the game went. I wonder what the Deuce package was uh, gonna be like. Will still in this game in particular, I wonder what the Deuce package was gonna be like that they didn't get to. So he said they had one and he didn't use it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said um that he had he had planned on using using Deuce mm-hmm. much more than Deuce package is what he called it. Uh, but because of uh you know how the how the game went, just game game flow and things of that nature, he didn't he didn't get a chance to get to the Deuce package. Yeah, they they needed to get to it. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, it's still it's looking me defense, so a whole bunch of zone. But I don't care. Like I had this thought what I saw on Twitter. Uh, Somebody was like, hey, I got your 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 red zone fixed. You know, Deuce Vaughn kind of just joking around. I'm like, mm. hey, look, if you if you are in that weird no man's land in the red zone where you're like sure. between the seven and fifteen or twenty yard line, I think sure. Deuce would be fantastic right there. Yeah. You know, I think he'd be fantastic. So I don't think we should ever, I mean, it's just maybe it's biased because I, you know, I like Deuce, but we shouldn't ever be like, you know what? Game flow said, let's not put the ball in Deuce's hands. Sure. Like, nah, bro. He he needs to get give him a series or two. Yeah, a little series too. We don't need to give Tony Pollard twenty five touches a game. Like we we can chill out with that. Yeah, so. I'm actually pleasantly surprised. I don't say I don't want to say surprised because we knew how his get down was. It's just I'm glad it's working in, in real life games. But like Rico Dowdle is doing just fine in some of those spots. Like you just yeah. give him the ball. He he's it sounded crazy, man. But he's doing Marion Barber things. When I first heard it, like when I many Marion Barber types. But when I first heard it, right, I was like, man, that's just because he got dreads and Rico, that ain't no Marion Barber. But I mean, what I, what I, that's what you thought when I said that? Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> you, 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 you know, me and you, and we was, we was probably fresh off a fight or something. You probably just chastised me the day before and then you said he was like Marion Barber and I was ready to get you back. So I don't know. Vibes. I mean, I still don't think he's Barber, but he gives off those, those vibes because he has the contact balance and he runs angry. I mean, I don't know how we watch those two and like, oh, there's similarities, but Barber's a legend here, so I ain't going that far yet. But there's those vibes. That's what I'm saying. And when they throw these Texas screens or these slow screens or whatever, Rico's one catching them and running with them. He had a nasty little play yeah. uh, where he was where he was good as uh, good as lost behind the line of scrimmage. But hey, he runs Looked like Barry in that that play. Remember that game against the uh, Patriots? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So hey, I'm, hey, come on, man. Shouts out to uh, shouts out to Rico. If Rico stays healthy. Rico stays healthy. Hey, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, Use they're all three of these backs, man. I mean, sure. I'm not complaining about they, – they ran for 185 yards, so I'm not going to complain too much. Sure. But continue to use all three of them so once we get to the you know playoffs, you're not you're not saying, hey, Tony Pollard had 400 touches. That's a bit much. And don't forget my favorite running back, Kevontae Turpin, will still, because he, he you got to get Kevontae Turpin involved. Man, you know what I'm saying? Dudes want Turpin. I mean, I know you keep keying, but Kevontae Turpin had a real role in this offense the first two weeks, and sure. both, him, both him and Deuce Vaughn – they didn't. They didn't get anything. Turpin had two snaps. 
Yeah. Brock Hoffman must have spooked his shit. <laughs> <He spooked it. laughs> Ain't nobody getting nothing, boy. Ain't nobody getting involved. That's crazy, bro. Boy. We, and, and even if we go, if you want to go all the way into X's and O's, we didn't even run the same passing plays. Mm-mm. Like we didn't do double slants. We didn't Pre-season. do. We it didn't was, do it was, any rubs. It was. Yeah. It was like he got spooked. Yeah. Motherfucker said we ain't doing nothing. Scrap everything. <laughs> we just go try to get out of this and then go again next week. All right, y'all want to call it to the show? The number's here. We still got some work to do. Hold on, but if y'all want to call the show, get in before like four o'clock, because y'all know. I locked some phones up around four. Uh, they asked somebody about red zone woes. I don't know if this is where I started Schottenheimer and ended at McCarthy. I don't know, but they asked somebody about red zone woes. Uh, when your offensive line is young, is it more because of your offensive line or is it just because you're having red zone woes? Is it your scheme or whatever? Schottenheimer said this. I remember because I remember saying he was bullshit. Uh, here's Schottenheimer. No, I think, you know, overall, I thought the, the guys that had to step up um, played really well. I thought uh, I'll start with Brock. I think, um, you know, we didn't miss a beat in terms of the communication, uh, the leadership. Uh, he's still got the same cover and finish that Tyler uh, uh, has. <laughs> Um, so I, I thought whenever they say, Hey, how did, how did Brock Hoffman do? And he started talking about leadership and they talked good and all the calls got made, you know what I'm saying? That, that kind of lets you know what, what, what the hell Brock Hoffman did. We'll keep talking. <laughs> I thought he did a really nice job communicating. We tried to go silent or we, we started to use normal cadence at first. And, uh, that was one of the false start penalties we had. We couldn't hear. So we had to adjust that, but uh, I thought he played really well. Uh, you know, TJ Bass is a young player that we've talked about in here from time to time, uh, big, strong, physical, his ability to recover when he gets edged or beat on an inside or outside move is really impressive. His lower body strength, his ability to stay connected to the ground is really good. Um, and then, you know, Chuma's just been a guy that's been able to do so many good things for us, whether it's guard, hard tackle, whatever it is. So, um, you know, hey, injuries are part of this business. Um, I thought we adjusted. I don't think that was part of the red zone problems. I think. The red zone bottom line is we just kind of shot ourselves in the foot. Uh, if you put yourself in third down and long in the red zone, it's hard. And it's so true. I think that's where we got to look and we got to find a way of winning first and second down down there. Uh, too many third and longs. And so what happens is you get shell defense or you get where they play soft umbrella, they try to make you throw the ball underneath. And um, and that's kind of hard. So a, a big emphasis for us is going to be getting ahead of the sticks uh, down in the red zone. Um, that's throwing the football, running the football efficiently. And then, you know, in terms of, you know, playing above the 2.3, you know. And Will still did a fantastic job talking about this, you know, and even with the whole Z conversation, and we'll talk about personnel a little bit later. You know, those Zeke touchdowns, like we was on the goal line and we ran Jalen Hurst with Zeke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, one yard line, let's go get it. Third and like third and goal. From the six, that ain't like guaranteed handoff. Get us here, right? That's all right. We have to throw into the end zone because it ain't like it's you know third and five from the eight where we could get a first down, right? You get more more room. You get a couple more plays. You ain't gotta aim directly at the you know what I'm saying at the at the uh, goal line or the end zone. You have a little more wiggle room there. And what Schottenheimer said, and will still also is that when you get behind the sticks any kind of way whether that be negative play or penalty in which that happened a couple of times, dog, when you get in these third and sevens, pardon me, third and goals from the seven 
and you just got to aim at the end zone, that's tough. It's tough to beat that. I don't care what personnel group you got. I don't care what dudes you got in there. Third and goal from the seven plus is ridiculous. I mean, but but you gotta you gotta have a better plan than that, though. I agree. I agree. But we ain't talking about like third and short on the one. No, for look, from a that from a running standpoint, yes. If that's what you're talking about, I'll stick to that. Sure. Sure. Yeah, we're not, you're not, but no one's running the ball on third and goal from outside the five yard line for the most part, right? You're you're throwing sure. a rock. Sure. And I don't think we had a great plan. Yeah, I, I, coach, I get it. You're right. You know, that 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 sucks to be third and goal from the 15 yard line. That's almost that doesn't happen. That's you know? That's, <laughs> that does not happen. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but where 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 he was saying is we got to be better on first and second down so that we can get to second and goal from the two. Sure. Second and goal from the three, third and goal from the one. Can't get behind the sticks, right? You can't sure. get behind there because th- then, like you said, talking about running backs and Z, that had nothing to do, mm-hmm. you know, with not being able to punch it in. We were running the ball from first and goal at the 15. Yeah. And getting like five, you know, or second and goal from the 12 and getting four, but now it's third and goal from the eight. You know what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. It, 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 and if you go watch, I already did this whole thing, broke it down with the offensive line and scheme. That that was your main issue. But we, we got to be better, like you said, on first and second down down there, or in that game at least, so that we can get to those easy, oh, it's first and goal from the two. That's automatic, man. I mean, we've been there. We, we, we did it in week two. You scored two touchdowns, a rush touchdown, and another rush touchdown, a two-point conversion. And obviously in week one, you had three rushing touchdowns in goal, first and goal situations inside the five. So it, it's... Come on, man. We we can ease. We can do this. It's not a personnel thing. I think. I think you had a problem with schematics and a problem blocking it. Run game. Run game wise. Run game wise. It was a lot going against you. Speaking of personnel, coach said this uh, again. You know, every year is different. Um, each week is different. I think um, this is more of in context. They was like, "Hey, coach, you missing Zeke and Dalton Schultz?" And and he should have said no. But try to be in, nice. In context of personnel, this is what uh what a coach said. Something for us where again, like I stated earlier, it's not a personnel issue. It's more of, hey, how do we get ourselves in second and manageable? How do we get ourselves in third down and manageable where you're not up against it a little bit? And again, that's got nothing to do with third down. That's got to do with let's not have penalties, right? We shot ourselves in the foot a couple times yesterday with some penalties. I think of the seven, we had three in the red zone. That certainly hurt you. Um, but this is not a matchup thing. Uh, you know, we've got uh, terrific players and we just have to execute better we have to coach better um and when the plays are there to be made we have to to do those things and it'll be a big emphasis for us this week um you know we'll 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 get it started early we'll rep the hell out of it we'll make sure that uh we feel good about the plan but uh again it's certainly not something to do with our players we have we have really really talented guys that we feel very good about and like anything, when you have something that you struggle with, what do you do? You emphasize it. And the way our players are wired, they're going to bounce back and they'll accept that challenge. And I think we'll play really well uh, this week down there. I hope. I hope we get Deuce Vaughn involved and and, and uh, Schoonmaker and all those characters. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, you know, we got dudes. We got dudes. And something else that Schottenheimer said that Dak was saying also in the, in the post game, he was like, we was we was close on a lot of them, you know? We was close on uh, one of the uh, Cooks passes. We was close on one of the Lamb passes. You know what I'm saying? The Gallup stuff or whatever. We was close. We just got to execute, right. finish, got to die, boom, boom, boom. So. What's the saying? This ain't horseshoe? Ain't horseshoe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
All right, let's get into some film, man. We'll still talk about the red zone woes on offense. Y'all go check him out, A to Z Dallas on YouTube in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. I'm going to talk about some of the issues we had. Got a couple of big plays here. Got about five big plays here that we gave up on defense. Let me know when you're ready. None of them shits is fun. Yeah, I got some just finding my little spot here. All right, cool. Here we go. You can go ahead and pull that up. Now. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to run this, and then we're going to come back and talk about it, right? This is my first of five plays here. This, this was the first one, the Josh Dobbs run. And, you know, it, we got to stop, man. We got we to gotta, we gotta, gotta figure out something about these about these quarterback runs. This was a little different because this is this this goes into like design run territory. This ain't like we was passing the ball and 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 you know nothing else happened so we just dipped out. No, no, no. This was this was just zone read, boom boom boom, go get it. So they're reading Michael Parsons. And I, I don't even want to say Mike is the problem here because they'd have gave it to Connor, he'd have been fantastic. You know? Michael got to trust his teammates, bro. He do. He do. I agree. And I do think moving forward will still since you said that I think moving forward, I think it should be, you know, worked on during the week. Like in these read, like these, these, these zone read situations, like don't bite, don't bite. Like let them hand the ball off to James Conner or whatever. Right. Because if they hand the ball off to James Conner, then, you know, Hankins isn't fine. You know, like he's fine right here. Vanderish is there. Damon Clark is there. Um, D-Law dealing with the, um, with the uh, puller is there. It turns into a one-on-one. When you bite, when you when you when you bite on the running back, now this turns into Josh Dobbs versus um versus uh, Donovan Wilson here, and there was a couple times watching this film. Will still, I think you know Donovan was trying to make all the plays. I think he was he was just he was just trying to make all the plays. When in real life, if he just kind of stays at home, he's fine here, right? Let me yep. go back to the uh, to the wide view. He pushes Him and, Dobbs back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if he just kind of hangs around and just reads right here, he's in fine position. Whether Dobbs goes outside or inside, he's in fine position. I said on Patreon also, even if he gets blocked right here, cool, just like beat your blocker, but deal deal, like deal like with backside if backside happens. Every single run fit on every single play, there's an in-case-something-goes-backside situation guy, right? That'll be J-Ron, that'll be Donovan right here. I understand that he saw James Conner work in this direction and Donovan wanted to get a piece right there, but this is already beat. In the National Football League, this is beat right here. So all Dobbs got to do is hit the outside, he gone, and, and then he missed tackle on the back end to get 15 more yards. So. Let, me, let me tell Go you, ahead. this was a fantastic play call by the Cardinals. Please. The Cowboys just lost the, the guy. They heard all this stuff going on in the media. They yeah. were pissed off. They, they were you know fired up, and they were head hunting. Mm-hmm. They knew they were going to be head hunting. They literally said, we're going to test them right away and see how disciplined they're going to be. And mm-hmm. it failed. If it, all, all you had to do was quite literally be disciplined here. Stay at home. Even if Micah isn't, right? If Dono stays, he bites, he bites really hard. If Dono yep. stays, that Dobbs has to plant his foot and cut inside. First of all, this guy's not Michael Vick. So, so if he cuts, you know, if he plants his foot and cuts inside, it slows him down. Maybe instead of 44 yards, it might be 10, 15 max, right? Because you, Michael will hawk him down, or um, I think it was uh, 28 would have came down, Hooker. So, you, you know, you just got to stay disciplined. But fantastic call by the Cardinals because they took advantage of their aggressiveness. Over time, James Conner just, just, you know, started getting busy on his defense. 
for different reasons. So at some point, at some point, <clears throat> you would have to, you know, make make some adjustments to try to deal with run game, or you would feel like you had to compensate for that somehow. I think it's a bad spot that we ended up putting these guys in, right? You know, we had this uh this uh deep dig, this uh deep crosser here. Yeah, the sell sell route. I mean, that's, sell route, that's yeah, sure. a staple in it, kind of. I mean, but made me sick. Hey. When you one high like this, and let's just also also say this about the uh Cardinals receivers, they are like speedy guys, right? So they they can run, right? But if you if you respect speed too much and you just happen to be one high. And you just happen to have a gang of dudes in the box What's or whatever. The okay. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get a lot of room in the middle to just move around the man coverage like this. You know what I'm saying? It's just gonna be a lot of room like this. And you can't really ask Gilmore to, to keep up at no, this at, is this if I had to guess, this is on uh J Ron. If if anything, but if I had to look at J Ron, right? J Ron being being one high guy, Hollywood Brown kind of running past him right now, and you know, it kind of it kind of puts him in the spot. If he just was enough, worried about Hollywood Brown, he would have been turned his hips. Like go back, sure. Go back to the starter play. That's not yeah. enough depth. Like it's look not. at look at the depth between J. J Ron Kirsten and Donovan or uh, Deron Bland. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if your assignment was to stay on the roof, then you get on the roof, right? Sure. Or at the snap, you turn your hips and you run. Sure. It looks to me like he's kind of just playing rover a bit, kind of just figuring things out. Mm-hmm. And if you if you peeped kind of the stance of uh, Gilmore, he's inviting, he's inviting inside. So mm-hmm. I'm going to push my guy inside because I got help inside. Yeah, but, he's but, yeah right. But J Rock kind of gets lost in no man's land. Like you said, kind of worried about Hollywood and also worried about the deep crosser. He realizes the deep crosser is coming and he flips his hips back around, uh, but it's too late. Uh, he, you know, right. Keep going right there. That's where he knows. Okay. The deep okay. cross, the ball's not even out yet, but he knows yeah. it's going there because look, He's 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 turned around. <laughs> he's turned around to go back and get it, but he's like shit. Gilmore pushed him to me, and I let it go. Yeah. Nonsense, man. I don't like it. But uh, let me go see what my pass rush look like. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if my DB is gonna be having issues like that, man, you know, can my pass rush at least help? I mean, we know. I mean, Michael was close, and it was many times. Let me go back. It was it was many times. We were still. I was like, man, if we just had one more tick. If we just had one extra little, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, where would it be? But Josh wasn't even holding the ball very long. Let me see. Just uh, snap, play, 1,001, 1,002. That joint gone. Gone, gone, gone. So that's that, you know, just just, just big plays, man, chunk plays. Dan uh, got on podium and talked about it. I heard him talk about it, you know, but I ain't say the clip because, you know, we got to go live at 3, and I was listening to him at 3. So I ain't, you know, get a chance to save it or whatever. But annoyed the hell out of me. Um, let me just run this real quick. <clears throat> a lot of nonsense happened right here. I just didn't like that. Was such a so much trash, yeah. So, if the Cardinals are trying to pin you outside, I mean, if they're trying to pin you inside to get bodies outside, the one thing you can't do is aid everybody, just inside. crashes inside, bro. You oh, can't aid. You can't aid being pinned inside. I wrote down everybody I had a problem with. Hold on, let me go back. I wrote down, you the know, Hank whole is... whole right side. So, look, Hankins really don't do nothing for you here, but I just want him to beat Froho so bad. Let me just run this. You know, Hankins doesn't help you in this at all because it's outside, right? But I just want Hankins to just deal with Froho, just start, start that bullshit. That shit wouldn't matter. He got, it, he got double. Like I, said, like I said, Hankins had nothing to do with this, right? This is about 99, 11, 55, and 6. 
all this right here, dog, they pitting the shit out y'all and they getting big people in space. J Ron can't do nothing with, with Paris Johnson like this. And James kind <laughs> just walks in the end zone, bro. Well, this made me sick. Like, Let me look, 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 go look at look at Dono at the end. He knows somebody done screwed up. It might have been him, but right. Go, go peep his reaction. Like maybe he's looking for a flag. I don't know. But hey, but he oh oh he look look look. Actually, don't watch Donovan Will still. Watch Will Hernandez, the right guard. I, I'll tell you what he mad at. Watch Hernandez, the right guard. Here we go. Follow, follow. That's Donovan right there. That's what he mad at. What the ta- oh yeah, the tackle. Yeah. He, tackle, he just he just go yeah, die. he kind of did tackle. <laughs> yeah. But as as far as Donovan getting beat, Donovan got be you you can't miss. He got to be right there. He got to be right there. Even yeah, if he barely right. got blocked, there you he, go. Even if you barely got blocked, right? Just this over right there is done. So, it's done. And James Conner got you to the outside. That's like, it. bro, we we had this conversation in Philly last year. In Philly, stop playing hero ball. Yep. Do your job. Trust your teammates. Yep. Don't become. Don't turn around looking for a flag. I know he pretty much tackled your ass, but. But whatever, you know what I mean. You, if you stay home, you force that back inside. Now they yeah. did better in the two point conversions. Oh yeah, yeah, two point, two point was. We ain't gotta go back. But uh, two point, you know, two point got it done. They they um got any gaps, stuffed it up, and they, and they just beat the dude in front of them. Will still basically, hey, hey, you just line up, beat, been beating who in front of you, you you win. Um, a lot of this happened all all in one half though. Will say this was all in like second quarter and shit. Let's see what play was this. This is. Oh yeah, okay, cool. This yeah, this up uh, Rondell Moore. Moore. All right, hey, we'll just he, he might need to be a running back, by the way. The conference has mm. been locked. Let him be a running back. Hey man, think about the think about the uh, personnel group here, Will still. This 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 just some something I know is Will's watching this on Patreon. Think about the personnel group because Rondell's technically not a running back. He's a receiver. So you got receiver, 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 tight end. You know what I'm saying? So just boom, boom, boom. If Marquise Bell running with 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 running backs, it makes sense, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But if Mark, but if Rondell Moore is your running back and Marquise Bell got to run, two things beat Marquise Bell right here. One, the blocker beat him. But even if the blocker wasn't there, even if the blocker wasn't there, I just don't think that's a good matchup for Marquise Bell to be running around with Rondell Moore. Now, what pissed me off is how did how did this blocker get here? It just wasn't a great day for Hankins altogether. I, I don't know. Dipped right inside. I don't, I don't know what this about, man. We 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 typically don't do this, you know. Like if it's a gap exchange on some passing down, we might do it. But it's, it was a couple times. Hank is just like, all right, I'm gonna start in one gap. I'm just gonna move around, and it was yeah. wide open. It's, it's like he has this one gap mentality. When I don't think you can do that against his power team. You you need to get in 63's shirt and beat him. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> Instead, we like you said last second. This is the play. This is the exact play I'm talking about. Last second, you you just invite. 72 to turn you and then and allow 63 to get up on bell bell's not built for that Mm-mm. like you need bell coming downhill clean cleanly bell's not built for that and i know people might say holding but it was a wrap it yes you could have got called back sure but bell wasn't touching the guy because 63 moved him three yards out of the way yeah uh just just you know a lot of little miss a lot of a lot of little nonsense i actually wrote down this time stamp will still at 23 41 I actually wrote this down. I was like, Jonathan, if you did this all game, we'd have been straight. This is what I said. If if you did this all game, we'd have been straight. Just but, everybody, but just, whoop, even, just whoop in front of you. But even right there, watch how he, he jumps to get. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, what what was the plan here? Because this, this wasn't a one-off thing. This happened all game. 
We're yeah. jumping into the and same thing with Osa. I think that was the plan. Whoever that is next to him, who's, that, who's next to him? That's Mazi. No, that's uh to the, to the other side. Uh, Chance. Chance. Yeah, so I think I think their plan was to to jump in mm-hmm. these gaps here and, and just play guess. The problem is you play guess who it'll work out like this, but when you miss, you you create a lane. So I think the the game plan was not smart. Definitely for bro, Hankins and Mozzie don't need to be playing jump in a gap. Beat the dude up in front of you. If it's a slant, all right, if it's designed to go to, but let them beat the dudes in front of them so that these run these linebackers can run free, man. And Scott, that's my ultimate point. The first thing I said, hey, scheme is cool, but the only thing that's better than scheme is better dudes. Better dudes win nine times out of ten, dog. You can scheme me up all you want to. But if I'm Jonathan Hankins and I'm just whooping Froho, even if I'm wrong, <laughs> like I make impact here. D Law is better than these goofy tight ends. Get there. Chauncey is better than Wilkinson. Get Yo, there. He split both of D Law. He's, he's, he's better. Get there. Uh, who, Mozzie, beat the shit out of Will Hernandez. Get there. That was such a good rep by the defense, man. Look, look at everybody playing their, playing their duties. Everybody patient. Mike is not going in too crazy. Hooker is not crashing too crazy. He's ready to cl- uh, climb down in that lane. Um, you got J-Ron ready to clean up. Just, running just, to hit. Yeah, that, that is a sound rep. Yep. But, hey, man, you know, better dudes, man. I got to make a shirt and uh, or send it over to what's the name of them after we figure out. But, you know, better dudes, man. Better better dudes win. Uh, and this very this very end, this was the, uh, the big, big, big play at the end that kind of sealed it, I think. Um. You just think we uh communication? Every, everybody playing, everybody playing uh the right, the right thing except J. Lou. Except Jordan Lewis, right? Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. Communication was off wheel still. You think? You know, I, I mean, I mean, he he been around. I don't want to say is, he wasn't this around. This inexcusable, uh, inexcusable. This late in the game where you need to stop. This can't happen. Uh, can't happen. And and DQ talked about how they've they've covered this play well, uh, historically. And I remember somebody asked me, hey, man, what do you, I think it was B-Bro. What do you think about Hooker, man? I've seen him giving up big plays. I said, that's not Hooker. <laughs> that's not on Hooker, bro. Uh, that's Jordan Lewis who passed that along. when so Vanderish is crazy. J. Lou passed that thing off to Vanderish. <laughs> <laughs> you passed Michael Wilson off the Yeah, he's not supposed to pass that one. I think he's supposed to run nah. with him. Nah, that's that's. I mean, that's if, you, if you go back and look, I mean, it's clear as day because you got – you got J. Lou and Vanderesh in the same damn zone. That's, yeah. that's some wrong. What you're doing <laughs> some wrong. Hey man, it is what it is. It is a trashy film session. Look at let me let, let me just see what my what my passwords look like. Let me see what my passwords look like. Yeah. Michael, Michael, again, you said the extra tick, but I mean, it don't matter. The dude was wide open. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was still. <laughs> All he needs is just another second. I was scheme, bro. I was scheme. Again, they this is a great teach tape moving sure. forward. Great teach tape because I wanted them to come out of that look, bro. I don't know if you remember. I think I was having a conversation with you via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, get the hell out of this single high, bro. Yeah. Didn't do it. <sighs> there we go, man. Anyway, anyway. Hey, man, terrible film to get through. Now is the end of it. Well, I'm about to delete. Shit out the file. I don't need the file for nothing else. Yeah. About to be. We the Arizona file. They're big files too in our computers. So that's that's going yeah, yeah. after today. I'm on the Clean on up. the Cincinnati. On to New England. But if anything, Will still, I will say, man, just I was saying this to you also, right? I don't, I don't, you know, we can we can be Kool-Aid guy all we want to be. 
I can buy in the hype all I want. You know what I'm saying? National media talking, whatever, whatever. I don't like it when, when, you know, teams buy, I mean, when the media buys in us too much or national media buys in us. I mean, I agree. I feel you, but I'm superstitious, right? I'm superstitious. I don't want nobody thinking the Cowboys good. I want everybody shitting on us every single week. And for some reason, we just a little, we just a little more better that way. You know what I'm saying? But we log, we watch the TV on Monday and Rex Ryan, and 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 look, Shady McCoy is saying positive shit about us. I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a little superstitious for whatever reason on that, man. I I like my team having an edge on us a little bit, you know, and hopefully getting our ass whooped by the Cardinals. That's what it is. The ass whooping by the Cardinals, we come out with a little more juice and we go beat the shit out of Mac Jones. And I'll let you have that one. I, I, I have a whole soliloquy on that, but go ahead. Hey man, will you know will is the reason why we don't do round tables uh before <laughs> oh no no not, not the superstition thing bro okay, okay just just the whole who cares if they they're picking us like you, yeah. at the end of the day you really know what the agenda is that should be the edge in my opinion the, the edge is to do something you haven't done in 28 years mm-hmm. whether they they talk about Super Bowl not we've been here before we've we've been here where they're hyping us up or whatever certain people not everybody. And then there's the other side that says, oh, well, they ain't going to do nothing anyway. I, stop. If they're still listening to that, mm-hmm. they they doing it wrong, bro. They yeah. doing it wrong. And I don't I don't believe they are. Uh, I do think there is a different mentality with this team. I just think they just came out flat and got outplayed and outcoached. So we're going to win them all. Now it's time to bounce back on, yep. the, on to New England. I said Cincinnati, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking of Cincinnati, that game. Did you watch that game last night? I, I was there. I was there. I, there's, <laughs> there's no way you was awake. No What's way me? you was awake, but What's but hey, bro. Yeah, I mean, I know you was awake, but you shouldn't have been awake. You know, it's just like what 10, 10 p.m. or something. But Joe and Trevor Lawrence and Lamar Jackson and Matt them. Stafford. Hey, I didn't realize he had one tutty and four picks in it this year. Had no I had, clue. Had no clue. I mean, I, I mean, I understand he was throwing the uh two two and Puka. We sound like it just sound that like shit some, don't matter. Some ghetto ass black people. <laughs> Puka and Tuka them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 two two nice though. Yeah, they they cool. Uh, but but hey hey, it's just some people playing worse football right now, so you know, it's all good. Let's let's uh, I, I was into... legitimately shocked, bro. Yeah, but hey. <laughs> forget that. For, for, I know what you're saying. Forget that. I was just like, oh shit, one touchdown, four four picks on the season. They, Fuck, I don't think going on? I don't think anybody's been real good besides like two of it. Like like two has been ridiculous. Two good. Of the, oh my god, watching that tape today, there was some throws. Yeah. I was like, hey, Mike yeah. McDaniel's. That's my guy, though. I would still give the form up for Mike McDaniel. <laughs> He dialed that bitch up, boy. I ain't gonna hold you. Thanks for tuning in to the Vach Lombardi Podcast. You can follow us on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. For more bold takes, pre- and post-game reactions, and film breakdowns, check us out on YouTube at The Volume or at Vach Lombardi. 3 p.m. Central, Monday through Thursday. Salute. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.